Hello and welcome back to Small Screen Stories. So this is the show where I go over all the news in the world of entertainment and pop culture. I'm Edward Lauder, I'm the editor of Small Screen. And um, one of the things that we do here on Small Screen is talk about movies, comic books, TV shows, all those sorts of things, sometimes the, uh, the occasional video game. But before I get started, where can you find us? Well, you can find us everywhere on social media at Small Screen Co. That's on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, you can also find me at EJ Lauder, and I do then put this out later as a podcast. You can get that podcast wherever you get your podcasts at Small Screen Stories. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, then a five-star rating would be really, really cool. That would really, really help us out. And uh, let's get straight into the news. Um, and before, like, if you do, before I start, if you do have any questions about anything I'm talking about tonight, uh, please do put them down in the comments, and I, I will get to all of them. I do try and get to all of them. Uh, so if you could do that, that'd be awesome. Right. So the very first story I wanted to talk about tonight was, uh, it was to do with uh, Disney CEO basically talking about Kathleen Kennedy. So Kathleen Kennedy is the uh, president of Lucasfilm. And uh, I mean, I, a lot of people, there's been a lot of speculation that, uh, that she might leave uh, as, as, the, uh, as the president of Lucasfilm. There are lots of reasons why that is. I think a lot of people are very um, unsatisfied, let's say, with, the, uh, <laughs> with the, the sequel trilogy, the sequel Star Wars trilogy, which is one of the reasons why, why they want to see her go. They see this very much as the Kathleen Kennedy trilogy which it is. Uh, and basically, Bob Chapek, who's now the, the new CEO of Disney, he replaced Bob Iger. They just replaced one Bob with another Bob. Uh, and uh, he said that um, basically what he said, this was in a, in a call to um, investors. Uh, so, you know, very, very important call, which actually you can just tune in on. You can just, you know, <laughs> phone in basically and listen to what they're saying. And he said, We've been absolutely thrilled that we can have the kind of talent like Kathy Kennedy to direct the Lucasfilm. We look forward to having Kathleen Kennedy running the Lucasfilm organization for many years to come. So it's that bit for many years to come. They seem to be very, very happy with her, uh, which, of course, you know, won't get it's something that uh, people might not like to see. Uh, you know, that, uh, that I've heard lots of people say that they want Jon Favreau to take over Disney and especially after after The Mandalorian. Um, which is to be expected because The Mandalorian is a really good show and people have been really loving that show. So I kind of understand that. So I've got uh, Rory75 in the comments. He said, what's up, Toad? Oh, man. <laughs> so uh, if you weren't watching last night's stream, then <laughs> this is a bit of an in-joke. Uh, apparently, Edward for Toad is uh, is trending now, uh, Reese And Kazax is in the comments too, says, too expensive to fire, too expensive to keep. That might be a reason, actually. That might that might be. It's quite an interesting uh, uh, point you've made. Um, you know what? She she is quite expensive. The I think the main problem is okay. First off, as I said, I actually I said this last night. I think I think she's done a pretty decent job uh, with Lucasfilm. Uh, and the reason I say that is because it's a really hard job. Imagine imagine being tasked with the job of trying to recreate Star Wars, bring Star Wars back into cinemas i know people think it's a really easy thing to do but uh it's actually not that easy it's, it's really not that simple and i know they botched i think they really did botch it with the rise of skywalker and there have been some kind of missteps here and there but then if you look at the films in general so honestly i think the force awakens is a good star wars film it's not my favorite 
I am going to live and die on this hill. I think The Last Jedi is a really good movie, but do let me know in the comments if you if you disagree with me. I'm pretty sure a lot of you will do. And then um, one of the things that I do agree on with everybody is that The Rise of Skywalker, there was a, there was just too much in that film. And, they, and, and the idea of starting a trilogy without having a plan is madness, is utter madness. And um, they, they really needed a plan. And they just didn't have that. And, and a lot of that blame has to be, um, you know, left at, at Kathy Kennedy's feet because it was her fault. Uh, she hired J.J. Uh, Abrams. And in retrospect, he's probably he probably wasn't the right person for the job, really. Um, maybe for the first movie, yes, but definitely not the final one. Uh, so then uh, before I continue, we've got some comments. Um, uh, <laughs> Reese says, Mikey Sutton wants me to play Batmite. I saw that. I saw that on Twitter. And I like that. And uh, Kazakh says lol to that. And then um, they really, they really want uh, to hand the keys to Favreau. Again, this is something I've heard a lot about. And uh, you know what, Kazakhs, I think you might, you might ha be onto something there. There has been talk of John Favreau taking over as uh, president of Lucasfilm. The thing is, does he want that job? I'm pretty sure he'll want the money, but does he want? I mean, he seems to be very happy just doing. Uh, the Mandalorian, and then being able to do other stuff for Disney, like The Lion King and The Jungle Book and that sort of stuff. So John Favreau's got quite a lot on his place already, just being a director and a producer. Does he want to end up becoming president of Lucasfilm? I'm not sure he really wants that job. And this is what I'm saying. This is a job that I think, I, I literally think the only person at the moment in Hollywood that can do that job is Kathy Kennedy, because first off, yes, she is expensive, but she's also probably the only person that really wants the job because it's not an easy thing to do. One of the things I will say about Kathleen Kennedy that is true, uh, she hasn't been very good at choosing directors because we've seen it, it's been a complete shit show. I'm going to swear about that, but, uh, you know, <laughs> I think we broke, <laughs> we, we broke all my rules last night, but it definitely has been a complete fiasco as far as hiring directors is concerned. So if you look at the directors she's hired, so... She hired, I mean, I, I still think J.J. Abrams was the wrong person to direct uh, Rise of Skywalker, but actually that was probably the right person to hire for The Force Awakens. I, I think, uh, I really do believe that um, Ryan Johnson was the right person to hire for The Last Jedi. Now, Colin Trevorrow was originally going to make Star Wars, uh, well, the third movie, the third film in the trilogy, which at the, at the, I don't think it was called The Rise of Skywalker. I think it was called something else, the, um, the, the, the script he wrote so they hired him and then um what so there was a particular movie that came out that didn't do very well at all that he directed and they kind of went oh dear let's not have him so they fired him and they brought in jj abrams to finish off the trilogy which at the time was like okay maybe that's a sensible thing to do because if you know i mean colin trevorrow is the guy behind the jurassic world franchise and i really don't like those movies uh again reese in the comments says i think john favreau uh I think uh, John Favreau would make sure Indiana Jones Five is good. Um, yeah, I think you're right. But then again, again, I think they hired a very good director for that. In um, and I'm blanking on his name now. If anyone knows the name of the director that's doing, uh, oh, why can't I remember his name? Let me know in the comments if you know his name. I'm I'm blanking on his name at the moment. That's really annoying. Uh, and then Kazakhs asks if he's producing or directing or both. So he's, he, John Favreau is not producing, he's not directing. It's Kathleen Kennedy producing. And I'm really blanking on the name of the director, which is really annoying. And I don't, you know what, I'm going to look it up because this is, it's the guy that did the Wolverine. And um, I cannot remember his name. So Indiana Jones 5. 
Uh, who is it? It's James Mangold. There we go. James Mangold is the director, and um, th that's something that um, I think I think Kathleen Kennedy did a very good job there hiring James Mangold, especially with uh, Steven Spielberg basically taking taking his name out of the ring. He, you know, he said he didn't want to do it. There are a load of reasons why he didn't want to do it, but um, I I think that's a good move. And and again, without Kathleen Kennedy, I don't think we would we would have had um, the Mandalorian. I'm not sure if she would have. If anyone else really would have greenlit that, and then we've got all these other Star Wars projects. So let's go over the. the I was talking about the directors that got hired and then fired. So there was um, uh, was it Miller? So <laughs> Lord and Miller, Phil Lord and uh, Chris Miller, they were originally hired to do so uh, Solo, a Star Wars story. They actually started filming that, and then apparently it was so bad on set that Kathleen Kennedy just had to fire them uh, because they were doing a lot of improv and stuff like that, and it wasn't going to her plan. Um, so she fired them and brought in John, um, uh, sorry, Ron Howard. Ron Howard made what I think is a pretty decent action film. I actually think that film is not terrible. Uh, I think that they could have made a much better film, and there probably was a much better film in there. That I, I would have just personally, as a fan, I would have loved to have seen what Lord and Miller did um, with uh, with that franchise. Uh, Reese actually helps me out, saying um, Episode Nine was originally called Jewel of the Fates. That there we go. That, that's the, the, the honestly, I read that the script and the script that Colin Trevorrow wrote was actually pretty decent. I was honestly, I think I would have rather have seen that than what we ended up getting. Um, and then <laughs> Kennedy is directing Brace Yourselves. No, she's not directing, uh, she's a producer. I don't actually think she's ever directed anything. Uh, it's not really her deal. She directed a lot of the Spielberg films, so she directed E.T. Uh, I think she directed the original Indiana Jones movies as well, so she she's definitely. She was very much like Spielberg's producer. And then when Disney bought uh, Lucasfilm for however much they bought Lucasfilm for, uh, she was she was very much in charge of that. And she was the one they ended up putting in charge of Lucasfilm as president. And I, honestly, again, like, you know, you might say, oh, there could have been better people put in charge. But in, in hindsight, you know, maybe her biggest problem is that she didn't she planned for kind of the wrong things and didn't really bring in the right people. Uh, so, you know, I'm, we're talking about all the, again, uh, Rogue One, she brought in Gareth Edwards to direct Rogue One. And then the movie he ended up directing, especially the ends, they had massive issues with because they said it was too dark. Uh, so then they ended up getting, um, again, I'm blanky on his name, uh, some other so, some other director to come in. I think he's the one that's actually behind the Cassian Andor series. Uh, and there, there are so many... It's, is it, it's not Christopher McQuarrie, it's someone else, and I'm, I'm blanking on his name now. Uh, but it's, you know, it's one of those things. And Rice says, uh, Solo uh, Solo is better than Rogue One. I would actually agree with you on that. I, I rewatched them recently over lockdown. And one of the things that really um, that shocked me, because I remember when I first watched those films, I actually watched Rogue One, I think, three times in the cinema. When it was in the cinema, I loved it. But maybe I've just watched it too many times because... Um, kind of got Disney Plus and then I was like you know what I'm going to rewatch all the Star Wars movies and I, it, it was just really was weird a weird kind of uh, moment was watching Rogue One and being like oh at the end of that I didn't really enjoy that as much as I remember enjoying it and then watching um, Solo and being like actually I thought this was actually quite a lot of fun so it's just it's one of those things it's like I, I, I think she's she's overseen a lot of decent films and then we've got the Mandalorian in there, which is really, I think that really pushes her into kind of uh, a different kind of area for me as, as a producer goes and a precedent of Lucasfilm. And one of the moments, we actually talking on this last night with Syl, 
that really, really stood out to me was her at the Disney Investors Day presentation. Well, I think she was fantastic, uh, where she was like, uh, she was showing, you know, showing people what's coming up. And, uh, and really, really, I, I really enjoyed her presentation. I enjoyed her enthusiasm. You really felt that enthusiasm for Star Wars that I think she genuinely has as well. And just everything they, they announced. The Acolyte for me is a thing that I am really, really looking forward to seeing. But then we've got Rangers of the New Republic as well, which I think will be really fun. I, I mean, I don't, I don't really know what's happening with that. Sorry, I think that's my cat that's uh, making a lot of noise. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so it's um, there's there's all this stuff going on, and I'm really really looking forward to it. But it's like, yeah, so the acolyte was something that I was really <laughs> that really threw me off. Uh, really really looking forward to, and then uh, also rendered the new public. Then we had the book of Boba Fett, which I think is a really cool uh, looking uh, looking series, and uh, that again is not the Mandalorian season three, which a lot of people are claiming it is. So then we've got some other we've got some other comments. Uh, I'll go over the comments. Star Wars has a lot more diverse directing talent now in Favreau, Filoni, and Mangold, Watiti, Jenkins, Chow, Bryce Dallas Howard's Mandalorian has been a directing has been a directing tryout of sorts for Lucasfilm. You're completely right, Colin. That is exactly what they've been doing. Um, they've really been testing out their directors. And yeah, uh, Filoni uh, again. He's someone that came from the animation side, and then he ended up directing basically. He is one of the uh, one of the key kind of um, uh, the, the the you know he's a key driving force behind the Mandalorian. He uh, he came up with a lot of the ideas, and then he started. That's his his live action directorial debut was in the Mandalorian. But before that, he was doing animation. So he did like Rogue War, um, Star Wars Rebels, and Star Wars: The Clone Wars, and all that kind of stuff, and did really well there. And then we got Geek Hosty saying like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> they always come in and say that. So it's a lot. A lot of stuff was going on. Is going on in, in the Star Wars world. And, and me, as being a massive Star Wars fan, it's a huge deal. Which is why I wanted to spend quite a bit of time on this story in particular, because there there were other stories that happened today, but this for me was really the biggest. And like again, I know a lot of people are like, get rid of Kathleen Kennedy, but I don't think that's the way forward. If anything, I think the way forward is doing what they're doing now, which is having Kathleen Kennedy as the president and maybe take, you know, doing deciding the shots and stuff. But honestly, it looks to me as if it's not a job that Favreau wants. So if you really want the most out of Favreau, actually have him be more of a creator and let him do stuff like uh, The Mandalorian Season 3, Boba Fett, The Book of Boba Fett, and then Rangers of the New Republic, which are the series that he's basically producing, let him do that. Let him oversee all of that and let that be incredible. And then let Kathleen Kennedy worry about all the other stuff. She can worry about the movies. She can worry about um, <laughs> about the video games, which is another thing that I think that's an area of Star Wars that has actually been quite you know, let down apart from some of the more recent ones that have come out. Uh, but to begin with, that was really bad what was going on with the video games. Uh, you know, we, we were promised all sorts of things and basically you just got Battlefront for a while. Was it Battle, Battlefront? I always get mixed up between Battlefront and Battlefield. Which one's the Star Wars one? I think it's Battlefront is the Star Wars one. I'm pretty sure that, that that's right. So, so yeah, it's it's something that I think that that area for me has been the one that has been lacking. Apart from like you know the the most recent um, video game, but again, I'm uh, it's quite late here. I'm blanking on the name of the recent one where you play the Jedi. That is pretty. That it, that was really cool. And um, I'm gonna, I'm going to look it up now because I don't want to get it wrong again. Uh, it was a 2019. Uh, uh, Fallen Order, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. That was a really good game. 
so I liked I liked that, but that that's stuff that's the stuff that to me was a bit worrying. And then um, as Colin was saying here, Stoll's uh, has a lot more diverse directing talent in now Favreau, Filoni, Mangold, Watiti. Mangold's not actually directing Stoll's, he's directing Indiana Jones. Watiti, who's doing a movie, which I'm really looking forward to, uh, Jenkins as well, and Deborah Chow is uh, is doing the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Um, Patty Jenkins is doing uh, Rogue Squadron. Again, Bryce Dallas Howard as well in there as well. She directed some episodes of The Mandalorian. So they've been getting some really interesting directors in now, and it looks like they've sorted that out, and, the, and it looks like Kathleen Kennedy knows who she wants to work with. I, I do wonder at the beginning. One of the other directors, actually, uh, <laughs> why am I forgetting all the names? Uh, da, da, da. Let me, uh, the Fantastic Four director. So he he was going to, uh, so, or Fan Four Stick, uh, Josh Trank. <laughs> I'm so bad with names tonight. I'm really sorry about that. Uh, but yeah, Josh Trank was going to uh, direct, I believe it was a Boba Fett's like, solo movie, which sounded incredibly cool. I was like, oh, this, I'm, I'm all for this. Because at the time, I think he just made Chronicle. Well, that was the film he, he had made that put him on the map. And he, he was directing Fantastic Four. And then all the stories about that came out, which sounded like that was just a complete train wreck of a, of a shoot. Uh, so then they kind of just fired him and just got rid of that project entirely and it's kind of morphed into the book of boba fett which i am very very excited to see uh reese in the comments says uh, rogue one is a film that i have no opinion on because i'm not sure whether i like it or not it's like transformers 3 uh, i think transformers 3 is a very bad film uh i think rogue one is a much better film than transformers 3 but you know that's fine if you have no opinion on it that's a com that's completely fine um the cat isn't a fan of Kennedy, <laughs> says Kazakh. Yeah, the cat, he's, he's scratching on the door. He wants to come in, but he goes a bit mad when I let him in. So I can't, I can't really do that. He's, uh, he's, a bit too, he's a bit too disruptive. Even when he's not in the room, he's disruptive. Um, so, and then uh, Kazakh says, yeah, Mandalorian feels like an experiment. The lab is Disney Plus and the directors are the mad scientists. Completely agree with you. I completely agree with you. And then Colin says, I think it's a good plan. Have Lucas, Filoni, and Favreau on set as creative voices and then bring in the directors to see if they can thrive in that environment if they do hire them for a solo project. That's exactly what I mean. Have, have Favreau be the creative force. And then just let Kathleen Kennedy be the president. Honestly, I, I, I wouldn't see it in the same way as you see Marvel Studios because, I mean, kind of is, but it also kind of isn't because... Marvel Studios is very much run by Kevin Feige. But now that we have Jon Favreau involved with the Star Wars projects, he, we're going to see him do more stuff. He's already doing more stuff. We see like the television stuff. Almost think of the television stuff as Jon Favreau's realm, uh, maybe apart from The Acolyte. Uh, but a lot of those shows to me, it's like Filoni and Favreau. They're really running the show. You've got the Star Wars The Bad Batch as well, which is a... Uh, an animated TV show that's coming with the uh, the Bad Batch, which they were introduced in Star Wars, like the Clone Wars. I think the last series of the Clone Wars. So there's that stuff as well that's going on. So really, I think people are too quick just to say, let's get rid of Kathleen Kennedy. And that's one of the reasons why I'm a bit more like, let just get let her have that position. Let other people come in like Favreau, like Filoni and be more creative and then let's see what happens. Um, I honestly, I was we were talking about it again last night. 
I'm wondering whether 2023 will be Kathleen Kennedy's last year anyway as president. I think Disney might try to keep her on because they just don't want the hassle and the headache of trying to find someone new because it's difficult. It's difficult to find someone to um, to basically like just make sure that the ship's running well. I mean, look at Warner Brothers at the moment. Look how much of a mess that place is. Look how many people are involved in that. It's far better to have one person at the top and then just kind of have lots of creatives do different things and um you know have have a very uniform vision and i think that's what ha having someone like kathleen kennedy would help uh with lucasfilm and it, it has it really has helped uh kazakh says i wish trank didn't tweet the way the way he did about the fantastic four i mean he was very open i'm gonna be honest about that he was very open he basically said this was it, it wasn't his movie and then he did he did like a, a weird kind of um review of his movie on Letterboxd, I think, which was kind of interesting to read. Uh, I think Kathleen Kennedy needs to stop telling people what's too dark. A lot of Star Wars fans love dark stuff. That's why Episode 3 is one of the best Star Wars films. <laughs> Reese, Episode 3 is one of the best Star Wars films. Okay, okay. <clears throat> I mean, I, I'm going to respectfully disagree with you. Uh, I, 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 think it's one, I think it's the best film in the prequels, but I'm not a fan of the prequels. Um, but what I what I do agree with you on is that um, Kathleen Kennedy and Lucasfilm and Disney in general, I think this is a Disney thing more than a Kathleen Kennedy thing. They just do not want to go into these darker areas. We've seen with Marvel Studios, it seems like there's a massive problem at the moment with this Deadpool 3 movie because I think as, as far as I'm aware and as far as what I'm hearing is that there are executives at Disney that just do not want to see uh, an R-rated movie uh, in the kind of Marvel Cinematic Universe because it, it will ruin the tone. It will be an issue with the tone. They're, they're having the same problem with Star Wars where they're like the Ro Rogue One, for instance. I, I actually I've met Gareth Edwards. And Gareth Edwards, I think, is a fantastic director. I love Godzilla. I love Monsters. Those are two of my, some of my favorite, like, Favorite monster movie ever is Monsters that he directed. It's fantastic. If you haven't seen it, do go and watch it. But I think Godzilla, I think his Godzilla was really, really good as well. I know a lot of people didn't like it because they're saying there wasn't enough Godzilla in it. But I did actually really enjoy it. And I loved Rogue One. But I really, really would have loved to have seen that darker version of Rogue One that he directed. It sounded like Kathleen Kennedy in particular, maybe other executives over at Disney, maybe Bob Iger was involved in this as well. We don't know. We, I mean, we're not, I would love to be a fly on the wall in those meetings when they saw his version of the movie and then they went, oh God, we've got to redo this. Again, if, if, you, know, uh, if you know who came in to do the reshoots, because off the top of my head, I really can't remember who that was. Uh, do let me know in the comments. Because, again, I think he was going to be the showrunner for the Cassian Andor series, but he ended up stepping stepping away from the project because of COVID. But, uh, Reese, I do agree with you that there needs to be, like, darker Star Wars films. Imagine a Star Wars horror movie. This is something that I always come back to. I've actually written a script for a Star Wars horror film. Um, a couple, like, it's not brilliant, but I really, really like the idea, and I think someone could do a really good... Uh, take on that uh, here we have colin the overall problem seems to be giving tons of creative freedom uh, and money to to directors to new star wars uh so directors new to star wars and no roadmap where to go lord miller johnson trank edwards <laughs> they're all doomed to fail now i think you might actually have a point there uh one thing i'm actually going to do before i keep on going is uh, i'm going to change uh the the way that oh, i'll probably do that later let me just check because i don't have my producer with me at the moment 
yeah, I'm going to change it because it kind of gets in the way the, those um, those comments. <clears throat> so, uh, Colin, I do agree with you. I think the problem is they bring in directors that are quite new, not only new to Star Wars, but also new in the industry. And they kind of throw money at them and don't really tell them what to do. And <laughs> it's, it's almost like, oh, you know, we liked your previous films. Just do some of that. But then they thought, well, actually, Godzilla and Monsters were pretty dark movies. Um, so I'm, I'm really not I'm really surprised, first off, that they gave Gareth Edwards Rogue One, because given his previous work, uh, it was dark. It was always going to be dark. Uh, that's what that's the stuff he does. So it's like a bit weird for them to kind of turn around and be like, <laughs> you know what, what you've done is too dark. And it's like, well, that's that's what Gareth Edwards does. Uh, Josh Trank was another problem entirely. They they hired him, I think, based on uh, his work in, on uh, Chronicle, and again, Chronicle was a very small independent movie with actors that he was used to working with. Um, uh, Michael B. Jordan was in there. Uh, Miles Teller was in there. And um, kind of smaller film, more indie film, and he could deal with that. But the minute it went bigger budget, the you know, Fantastic Four, massive, massive budget, um, huge for him. It just got out of hand and he couldn't deal with it. He couldn't cope. Once they saw that, the, the right decision was to remove him. That was the right decision. Actually, the right decision was to stop that film entirely because however much I love the character of Boba Fett, I don't think that would... I mean, a Dread kind of Boba Fett movie would have been pretty cool. I'm going to be honest. That would have been pretty cool. But I think it's more kind of a cool idea and probably wouldn't work so much in in action. But do let me know what you think about that. Uh, Kazakhs says that Godzilla 20, uh, 2014 is underrated. Totally agree with you. Totally agree with you on that. I think that is... a massively underrated film and uh reese comes to my help <laughs> it's tony gilroy that's the name of the director it is tony gilroy uh i keep i always forget his name um and he's the guy that came in to oversee the reshoots on uh, and people say basically redid that whole film he said it was a mess and uh, he did an interview about it he said it was a real mess when he came in so maybe gareth edwards's film was a mess as well but this is another instance of Gareth Edwards coming from an independent background, doing monsters with no money, doing it basically in his bedroom. He edited that film. They went to Mexico and, and uh, shot on the fly, really, and then ended up being not really thrown into Godzilla. Godzilla, he was kind of allowed to do what he wanted, and he was given a pretty decent budget, not a massive budget, but a decent one. And then he ended up making a pretty good film, I think. And then the, obviously Kathleen Kennedy saw that and thought she might be able to mold him maybe in some way, but it seems to me as though there was very little communication between Kennedy and and the directors, or just in general, like the directors and the executive producers, almost like the executive producers weren't really involved uh, with, <laughs> with what was going on, which is kind of crazy, the producers as well. Uh, Reese comes to, he wants to defend himself. <laughs> so also Star Wars films need, need meme potential. Episode three is the best meme film. Now I would agree with you on that one. That is, you are completely and you are very much correct on that front. Uh, and then we got Eddie Gomez in the chat. Hi, Eddie. How are you doing? He asks, "Any update on the Human Torch and the Thing? Top choice? Did you see Daisy Ridley on um, on MCU?" Uh, so I heard again. This is this is um, well. What was the last name that I heard? So we were told that Dacre Montgomery was up for the role for the, the Human Torch, but there was another actor. That, that they were talking about for the Human Torch, and I'm. Um... Got going on. Ah, so my producers uh, decided to join us. <laughs> How's it going? 
It's good. I, I, I've been doing the show, uh, you know, going relatively smoothly, talking to people about Star Wars, <laughs> uh, and also trying to remember who the other actor was that was up, that is reportedly up for the Human Torch. I cannot remember his name, uh, which is really annoying. There is another actor out there. I had to get back to you on that, Eddie. Chris Evans. <laughs> Chris Evans coming back as the Human Torch. I don't think that's going to happen. But um, yeah, I was just talking about uh, how Star Wars and Kathleen Kennedy chooses her directors. And one of those directors, of course, is Gareth Edwards. And Kazax has been talking about Godzilla 2014, said it didn't overplay the monster action. And I really liked that aspect. Completely agree with you, Kazax. I think that, that is a great film. I really, really do love that film. Okay, well, I'll leave you to it. Let me handle the comments, though, because you got to keep an eye on this Reese guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to pull up any uh, profanity oh, here. No way. Yeah, Reese is right. Still. Yeah, Syl's in the chat as well. Uh, Reese is right. Daisy Ridley wants to play Spider-Woman. She did put her name up for Spider-Woman, and uh, I, just, I forgot about that. Uh, we were told that um, Aubrey Plaza is up for the role. That's the, the last that, that we heard on Spider-Woman. That would be, uh, awesome. be awesome. I, I, you know what? Daisy Ridley is weird. Actually, I want to get your opinion on this before you, you just uh, read the chat. Mm. <laughs> um, what do you think of Daisy Ridley? As... Just like, I find it really weird. You're right. She's in th three of the biggest films ever made in the, in the Star Wars movies. And then uh, she was said, she said she found it really difficult to find any roles, to get any roles in Hollywood. And, and I was just thinking, what, why is that? What, what, what's wrong with Daisy Ridley? Is there Isn't something. Isn't that the Star Wars syndrome, though? Well, you say that, that's, but then Os Oscar Isaac. Ford. Well, yeah, but Oscar Isaac is in everything. Harrison yeah. Ford was in loads of stuff. Yeah, that's uh, what John I'm saying. But yeah, then John... Mark Hamill really wasn't. He was in what Jabberwocky. Yes, but mm. Mark Mark Hamill was slightly different. Mark Hamill kind of took a step back from it, mainly because of his uh, his whole. Uh, didn't he have uh, uh, an issue with his skin or something? And then he didn't really want to be on camera that much. That's that's what I heard. Anyway, I thought that. Really? I mean, from his car accident. It was a, yeah, it was a car accident, and it kind of disfigured him slightly. And he, I think he said he much preferred doing voice acting. So he did a lot of voice acting after Star Wars. Um, I mean, yeah. Carrie but then Fisher. Carrie Fisher, yeah, didn't do that much. She was... Billy yeah. Dee Williams. He did a bunch of Quote 45 ads, and he was Two-Face. But the, the thing is, if you're going... If you're talking about the original saga, the original trilogy, not many of them did anything after, apart yeah, from so... apart from Harrison Ford. But the new ones, I mean, you've literally got John um, John Boyega, who is in a lot of stuff. He's in a lot of stuff. Uh, Oscar Isaac, who's literally in everything now. <laughs> it's like there isn't a single project that Oscar Isaac isn't in. Daisy Ridley, out of the three, is the only one that seems to find it difficult to get roles. Again, uh, it's... I don't know. What was she in before? Uh, she well, that's the whole thing. She wasn't in anything like she, in the UK. She was she was in like soaps and stuff like that, and that, that was about it. Like um, the person we we used to live with, her ex boyfriend actually went to acting school with Daisy Ridley, and mm -hmm. he was furious <laughs> that she got the role. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of putting him under the bus now, but he's uh, he, <laughs> he was he wasn't very impressed with that. And <laughs> I think I, I I do wonder as though she just comes off as i don't know that she's she's a bit one note maybe i think it's too early to tell to be honest with you because it, i'm sure there's a lot of people that said that about carrie fisher when she played princess leia right maybe and then she became maybe. like this uh endearing icon of yeah. our generation i don't the, the, i mean I, I personally think she's good in the films i think she's good as ray well, but... she's great as ray but we yeah. need, we need to see her in something else to to see um what her range is yeah definitely uh, let's have a look at some of the other 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 uh, things in the chat. So we've got uh, Sil here in the chat. 
taking a midday siesta to see my Edward, my guy Edward. Uh, thank you very much, Sil. And uh, James enters in a cloud of cocainum. Cocainum. <laughs> Put the cookie down. Put the cookie down. Uh, yeah, so we got we got some chats. We got some people chatting uh, to one another in the in the uh, in the chat, which is always cool. And Eddie Gomez, uh, what movie or TV series do you think Henry Cavill will debut on MCU? Captain Britain. Uh, I don't. They're not going to do a straight Captain Britain film. They'll introduce him in another in another thing. But that I mean, that again, without saying, I get, yeah, like again, it's not it's not nailed on that he's got the role. Or any role, he's just talking to them, and um, it'll probably be some sort of Avengers type film, like a film where there's more than one hero. That it's like almost like a Civil War two kind of thing that they might do in the future. I don't know. Uh, I definitely don't. I definitely don't think it'll be a Captain Britain film. That that will I think be the they'll first be like time. assembling. You know, yeah, like, exactly. Kind of like more more intense on the assemble and less um, gathering the heroes. Like in Civil War, is more. More nonchalant for Cap's yeah. side, and and I think the only big um, moment was uh, when Tony went and got Peter Parker, right? Yeah, like that was yeah. the assembling moment. But they did it. Uh, Joss Whedon's Avengers had more of a "let's get the team together" moments with yeah. like Black Widow trying to get the Hulk and stuff. Yeah, I I, I do wonder whether he might be introducing an X Men movie, um, whether they'll introduce Captain Britain that way because he mm. in, in some Excalibur, of the... right? Yeah, because of Excalibur. So X Men, they do it does uh, kind of cross over with the Excalibur comics at, at some point. So maybe they could do it that way. Again, Eddie. I mean, I, I see still uh, lots of lots of uh, yeah, Captain Britain all the way. Again, it's not confirmed, so uh, we'll have to wait and see. I would love it if they bring in if they bring in Captain Britain, and if they get you know, if I'm not going to be cast in the role, then let <laughs> let Henry Cavill get the role. Uh, but actually, here we go. Uh, uh, Sil says typecast about Daisy Ridley. I think she might be, and this is going to be bad for Daisy Ridley. I think Chaos Walking apparently is awful. So that film uh, is the film with Tom Holland that was filmed ages ago. Mm, uh, that's the one that sat on the shelf, right? Yeah, literally, like they, they had to redo it. And I, uh, is it Doug Liman that directed it? Is 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 it him? Because uh, if it's Doug Lyman, he's a brilliant director, and um, it's kind of like a a YA film. Yeah, it's Doug yeah. Lyman. So he's he's the guy that directed um, well, <laughs> whatever it's called. If it's called Live Die Repeat or uh, Edge of Tomorrow, but one of my favorite movies. That was a uh, great that, film. Yeah, that Tom um, Tom Cruise ever did. But uh, it's like it's it's just one of it's one of these things. It's like that movie. Well, I think it was filmed back in 2017. So you watch it now; they all look really young compared to what they look like. Although Tom Holland's going to look young forever, but Daisy Ridley uh, looks a lot old, like just a, a lot more, a lot old. But then again, she's supposed to look a bit younger in that. And it's also a YA film, so YA films have kind of died a death after uh, <laughs> after the Hunger Games. Uh, there, there was just too many. What of was it that? What was that? The, <coughs> the Bones or something. Uh, the Lovely Bones was a film. The Lovely Bones, yeah, wasn't that like a failed YA franchise? I didn't really pay attention yeah. much. To those fr- my last YA franchise that I really liked was uh, Battle Royale. Well, ba- I wouldn't call Battle Royale a a, a YA thing. Battle yeah, Royale. thanks for picking up on my joke, Edward. Yeah, I think that was great though. Battle Royale was fantastic. <laughs> Basically, what it yeah what 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 Battle Royale is is every a Battle Royale is everything that the Hunger Games wasn't. If you want to watch a decent, a, a genuinely good Hunger Games movie, watch Battle Royale. Mm-hmm. But 
yeah, so um, what was I going to say? I was going to, yeah, so Kazakh's just pointing out that Pedro Pascal plays everything. Uh, to, what does that mean? To S-T-A-H-P. I don't know what that means. Stop. Maybe, to, hmm, I don't know what that means. <laughs> you might have to. <laughs> uh, cool. So uh, we got uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Adam Warlock, casting rumors at the same time. Cavill MCU talking rumors, not suspicious at all. Well, Kazax, that's actually interesting you bring me on to that. So those casting rumors uh, about Adam Warlock being, uh, so they come from the Illuminati. And uh, that whole thing was that they were saying that they're looking for a Zac Efron Caucasian type male for the role. And uh, James Gunn went off on one. <laughs> and uh, the, I, I have experience of James Gunn going off on one on Twitter. <laughs> so I kind of feel bad for the Illuminati, to be honest, because they he was pretty polite to you, though, I have to say. He actually he was pretty polite to me. He was, but he went off on one with this one mainly because of the Caucasian thing. I, I think, think so. He, I think because he said line. Adam Warlock is a, is gold. <laughs> so it doesn't matter what color they are, and also Zac Efron type for Adam Warlock just wouldn't. I don't think. I think. I mean, I like Zac Efron to a certain extent, but uh, he's. I mean, if they're looking for someone like him, then I'm. I'm not. I'm going to be honest that those casting rumors were were doubtful to begin with, and uh, like we don't even know if Adam Warlock's going to be in the film. This is something that James Gunn said a while back. He said, uh, "I'm not even sure if Adam Warlock's going to be in it," even though it was pretty heavily teased at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two that Adam Warlock was going to come into it. But pff, who knows? Zac who Efron, knows? though, you you know what I have to say about Zac Efron? What do you have to say about in a Marvel movie? What? Nope. Well, he's actually one of the names that people keep on putting out for the Human Torch, and it's like I don't know why people are so desperate for him to it's be like in the, it. Like the Charlie Hunnam, Hunnam Charlie Hunnam is the name. Green Arrow as, as the Green Arrow. Yeah, no, but they just like want to cast him in everything. And uh, okay, Charlie Charlie Hunnam. I, I want to get this out there. To there, what there, there are a couple of people watching now. I, I have said this uh, privately to many friends. I genuinely think Charlie Hunnam is not a good actor and everything i've seen him in everything he's awful if you've ever watched there's a film called the lost, <laughs> the lost city of zed uh which has one brilliant performance actually two brilliant performances tom holland is in that film and is really really good in that film but for me it's robert pattinson but charlie hunnam's the lead and he's awful in that movie he is just terrible the one film i've seen him in that he's good in is the gentleman no that, that's uh -huh. the one film I think he's good. Is that, in that the Guy Ritchie movie you're talking it's about? The, yeah, the Guy Ritchie. Yeah, he film. was good in that. Yeah, I'll he give was him good that. in that. But everything else, he's been like the hey, wait. Charlie. Unum, that's the guy from from the Vikings. <clears throat> no, he's from Sons of Anarchy. And Vikings. Is he in Vikings as well? Yeah, I don't think he's in Vikings. I think he's he's Sons of Anarchy definitely. The the main reason for me, like as a Brit. Charlie Hunnam's a Brit, and I, I just think he can't do accents. The guy's from Newcastle, but he doesn't have a Newcastle accent anymore. He's, he's completely lost it. And then every film he's in, they ask him to do an American accent, which he just can't do. And uh, he was in uh, Final Frontier, was a film he was in, I think, or the, the front there with Ben Affleck, Oscar Isaac, all that, all that lot were in it, and he was just awful. Uh, and I just, I just do not get the obsession with people wanting him to be Green Arrow because. Mm. You need someone. I got, him, I got him mixed up with Travis Himmel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, 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 He's you a need... great actor, and he got he kind of got uh, 
the short end of the stick of his premiere. But um, yeah, I don't understand that. And um, what's his name for Gambit? They wanted here. Let me. Uh, we're uh, talking about Marvel, so we need yeah. this guy in here. Total opposite. Man. There we are. <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave that up there because then, uh, unfortunately, for, I've done the follow small screen too big, so it covers your face still. And oh, <laughs> maybe that's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I'm basically going off on one on Charlie Hunnam because I, I get every all my friends know that I just think he's awful, and uh, it's like <laughs> there, there's a line there's there's a line in um in uh, Lost City of Zed, which is I think is a great film, but just ru almost ruined by his performance, where he goes, "We've got." to try and i'm just like what are you doing and then the the other the other the other uh thing he was in was pacific rim and i thought he was dreadful in that film like i yeah i, yeah, I mean maybe it's maybe it's just never never directed properly but you got guillermo del toro directing that so i think he'd be uh i mean Idris Elba turned out okay in that film, and he had yeah, a limited role. Was, Idris Elba was brilliant in that movie. He's yeah. like, brilliant in everything, though. So yeah, 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 I mean, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So why is Charlie Hunnam bad? Well, only Charlie Hunnam can answer that question. But uh, what I want to say here no, is tell us you how guys, you really feel, Edward. Well, I say if you guys watch this show and you like this show, and then you start and and then you start saying Charlie Hunnam for Green Arrow. Oh don't, my god! Don't watch the show. You, you, DC fans. Is something up with DC fans and Charlie Charlie Hunt? We we want Green Arrow to be good. We, we sorry, don't sorry, want. Sorry. No, you're got, fine. You're fine. We got re-saying uh, Silver we, Hulk, so I had to put it up there. Yeah. Okay. We do not want a crappy Green Arrow. This Charlie Hunnam stuff. It was funny at first. It's not funny yeah. anymore. Not I, for DC fans. I really don't. I really don't get it. There are two actors that it's like people are desperate to get into comic book movies, and it's Zac Efron and Charlie Hunnam, and it's like two guys. I don't know if you've watched. There was a, there was a series that Zac Efron did, uh, and that's on uh, Netflix, where he goes around the world and like I don't I don't know what it is. It's like you know his, some kind of california bullshit type thing where he's like oh my god i want to like eat avocados and see like he came to paris and the whole thing they did in paris was that they were like oh my god they have free water and it's like <laughs> i watched this thing. it was the dumbest show i've ever watched you and know who else off, oh good he comes off as being really dumb in that but there are yeah, some yeah. films that he's in charlie that... if you're listening and you want to come on the show and defend yourself against edward <laughs> Just let us you know. know he's gonna lose. He you know knows. who else looks the part. You know who else looked the part. Finn Jones looked uh, the part. That's why you can't just go off of that for, yeah. for an actor. It doesn't I mean, work all the time. It doesn't. It doesn't work. It doesn't. I mean, yeah. Again, Colin saying, "Remember when Efron was rumored for yeah, Mike? Like oh any God. young superhero name? Like, oh, let's do Charlie Hunnam and and whoever um, else. The James guy from Gambit. Isn't Efron a uh, uh, rumored to be a uh, warlock? you know the the illuminati got 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 the wrath of james gunn and that is for me i was i saw that and i was like yeah i know how that feels i was like hey you you didn't get it that bad though like yeah no. i was like woo like taking you back to the you know, the whooping shed but yeah i'm just for disclosure I, i'm cool with got, uh, some guys from the illuminati so i think they're gonna take it in a good stride just Stop talking about it in a couple of days, and it'll be okay. that's the thing. That's and I, I, I was looking at that, going, you know, the the problem is, I what I, I read what they wrote, and and the problem was the word Caucasian. I think was the was mm. the problem. That's and, set uh, gun off. Yeah. yeah, it's set gun off. And um, honestly, they probably were told this by somebody. 
and yeah. and they ran with it, which is which is fine. It's like if you're told this stuff by people, the problem I do actually have a problem with James Gunn is that he he seems to be. I love the guy. I think he's a great director, but he is a bit. He does. He goes a bit too far. I he think. gets extra. He, he yeah. gets. He goes. He goes a bit too far. And with me, I was lucky because he was like, "Oh, I actually really do like Green Arrow." He but, didn't go in on you like this, though, Edward. That's the yeah. thing. Mm. Well, first, your response was perfect because I, I was talking to. I think I was talking to James about this. Where, <laughs> when James Gunn first refuted their report, uh, which you did when he refuted your report, you were just like, "Hey, that's what he said." total respect you know i just stick by my sources you yeah. put a little editor's note and that was it you yeah. left social media alone and i told you, start, yeah, I you, told you last night and i told edward last night if it was geekosity or if if it happened when edward is sleeping and i'm running the small screen social i would have just retweeted guns tweet <laughs> and just left it at that you know yeah, like, yeah. like hey this is smiley response. face or or yeah. you know something that says james gun thank you for responding that's awesome <laughs> Like whether the info was wrong or the source got it mixed up, or right, or James, yeah. that's right. what they're talking about before they approach James Gunn. There's so many different right. avenues it could be, but just yeah. retweet it, and I think that would have been showing the respect, right? Yeah, they, they mm -hmm. did. They did. They did like put an update in their article saying that James Gunn did, like <laughs> guns this but down. They yeah, they doubled down on social media, which I think whoever runs their social media account again, I don't know who, uh, so I'm not pointing fingers yeah. at anybody over there. I know a few writers over there, but I'm just saying your social media guy just kind of back up when a director comes at you because, like I said, Edward he said about the whole Green Arrow thing. He's just like, ah, not true, but I like Green Arrow. Just leave it at yeah. that. Yeah, okay, you're the director. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he did say he used the word nonsense that was that was what he did he went in <laughs> uh, and, uh, but that I, I mean honestly uh, I, I feel kind of bad for them because the the Illuminati has they have a very good track record I'm gonna be honest like they're, they're yeah. stuff that they tend to be very on the ball and um, I mean if they want to come on the show they're very welcome to come onto the show uh, yeah. I, know, I know that you've spoken to some of them in the past, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, hopefully I didn't piss them off yesterday. But again, I think James and I we're gonna we're planning some stuff about like scoop the scoop game and things like that and talking about mm. that. And and it's it's really it can be uh, honestly for, for me, especially at the very beginning, there was a whole um uh, David Ayer thing, and I came onto your show still about that afterwards. That was soul crushing. That was really soul crushing because yeah, yeah. I, you know, you get you get put in a really difficult position where you're talking to these people, and many of them actually do work for certain companies and get very worried because they're like, "Shit, uh, yeah, it's <laughs> this like, is oh. out. and it's it was difficult. That was that was quite difficult. The James Gunn thing was more kind of like, oh, you know, well, I I talked to the source. And they said, "Look, this is what we. This is the information that we have, and you can only be as good as the information that you're given." And yeah. uh, it, like I, the Illuminati got might have got it wrong, but again, then again, James Gunn has a history of saying things aren't going to happen. He does, and then they happen. So because there is, I'll just say there is a leak out there. I'm not going to say which one about the Suicide Squad. It's actually true. Yeah. So, but he yeah. shoots down everything. I'll just say that. But uh, Illuminati, like I said, just. They're, they're cool people. Uh, everyone quoted them off the Constantine story they broke yes. about, you know, the POC Constantine. They were actually correct, and everyone, yeah. you know, what I'm saying quoted them. So they're, they're not they're not a bad source. I don't want people to think that. Well, the thing is, when insiders and scoopers get this information, a lot of the public just think, okay, that's gospel, and if you don't get it right, then it's wrong. Yeah. 
Yeah. But especially when you get the early scoops and the inf- that's yeah. what they're workshopping, right? And that's yeah. what they're planning. And that's what uh, the insiders and the scoopers are reporting on. Yeah. Unfortunately, like JLS Comics says, is they got guns. Yeah. <laughs> predator that's, that's from predator right that, that's, that's so good but uh, <laughs> i mean again the, uh, eddie gomez wants me to answer his question so i've got to answer his question uh <laughs> d- d- did you see any actor jump for ship from marvel to dc there are lots there are lots that jump sh- oh the, actually that way hmm that's interesting that way to, lawrence fishburne he was in bvs then he went to ant-man oh yeah he did yeah i forgot yeah. about that yeah. But I mean that it doesn't. Uh, no, but that 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 was the other way around. That was DC to Marvel. So oh, someone, someone yeah, jumped two, from Marvel to DC. Two uh, Marvel well, from ben, DC. ben Affleck. Yeah. Ben Affleck was in Daredevil and then went over and played Batman. Well, that's He's the opposite one... of the question. No Marvel. <laughs> oh, two Marvel from DC. Oh, Eddie, I can't, I can't read. That's, it's what, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm yeah, here. Yeah, so I've got two people <laughs> helping me now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you're right. So uh, from DC to yeah, there aren't that many. There aren't. Yeah, there, I mean, uh, Michael Keaton uh, did uh, you no. know Batman, and then is uh, Vulture, <laughs> and he's stopped off at Birdman as well. So you know, then he's, he's jumping back to DC. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> he's, you know, all, <laughs> you can do both. Y'all can like both. You can do yeah, both. exactly. It's okay. I mean, actors are actors, and they. Can, I mean, everyone goes a bit funny about like the the MCU and the fact that they often reference movies that. At the actors are actually in themselves, and uh, it gets a bit complicated. I don't care. It's no. like it doesn't. Uh, Christian Bell, J- JLS Comics did so. Christian Bell was DC to Marvel. Yeah, yeah. So he's playing Gore the Butcher. Gore the God Butcher. So that's going to be pretty but- cool. God Butcher. Yeah, that's going to be really cool. So I hope that answers your question, Eddie, because he he comes up with this. <laughs> Please answer my question. Yeah. So I hope I answered your question. Eddie, yeah. Eddie, we love Eddie, but he's a bit demanding if we don't get he's he's even more so than I am when I'm on Sills and I keep getting ignored but ignored by Sill on his stream. Yeah. Like I was on there this morning and I was like typing uh, some you, really, really great comments, but he's just like, Oh you know chat's it got moved. Crazy. We gotta jump to yeah, the bottom yeah. of the chat. And I'm right you there. Got, I know got, you can <laughs> see my comments, Sill, because it's right above the one that you were right you were reading at the time. And you're like, No, I'm just gonna ignore it. I'm, I'm not even in as my alter ego. No, I'm under the Geekosity account. It gets the, the, crazy the, in there. The thing that Sil does to me is he he obviously clicks on my on my comment and moves along. So yeah. you quickly see. Yeah, he did three. that to me today too. Uh, he does that a lot. Notorious yeah. for that. You know what? I got I got to make a, a Sil clip just for that. See, I just want, I just good. have one quick question. I- just say in those the, ranks. Say so like I'm, oh, I'm, the chat moves. Just say that. Like clip that. I'm yeah, gonna bring up. Moves. I'm gonna bring up some comments now. So apparently, according to Reese, Zach almost died on that show. So that was the show that I was talking about before the Netflix show. Uh, so <laughs> still says good for him. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> like uh, don't mention Finn Jones. That said, was best friend. He's not my best friend. I just, uh, I just oh, like think cool as him. You kind, you kind of defend him every time uh, I bring him. I, up. I defend him because I think he's a cool guy. <laughs> I, you know, but a bad iron fist. Yeah, a bad iron fist. But that wasn't his fault. That wasn't his fault. Same, same. Uh, and then JLS <laughs> Comics uh, about the Illuminati. They should have just taken yeah. the L and moved on yeah. instead of doubling down. Uh, but that, yeah, that's the problem, I think. And uh, then we've got a, a new guy in the chat. Hello to Leaking70. Uh, that's an interesting name. Uh, I'm glad to see Disney fall along with them. Uh, they both have lived out their usefulness to the public and they intentionally... <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> 
leaking. Calm down. <laughs> well, no, he's he's seventy years old, so leaking is, is pretty standard at that age. Uh, I, I, if you can elaborate on your comment and let me know what you're talking about, he's, ta- will... he's talking about Kathleen Kennedy. Oh, oh. Kennedy. Yeah. Uh, so you already you already touched on that topic of I guess you're I, I, I did I did a bit. But I was on my own there, so it was very much a more. What's a big R say? What's a big idea chasing my world? You're a cat, son. Cats don't eat. Wood. Pay attention, uh, son. <laughs> so, if you if you have any uh, anything to add, I think I'm mm-hmm. very much on the side of keeping Kathleen Kennedy because I don't mm-hmm. think anyone else wants the job. That that's what I'm gonna. I think that job is quite a tricky one, and well, uh, and they need someone in in a, in a position of some authority. And I was talking a bit about Warner Brothers and how that's gone a bit nuts because no one knows what they're doing over there. <laughs> right. Hey, I will say right now, uh, I think Warner Brothers maybe they wouldn't mind someone like Kath. Kathleen Kennedy right now, but um, as far as world, you know, world building, I mean, say what you want about her. Um, there was an article at the Hashtag Show. They talked about um, basically you, under Kathleen Kennedy, you got the Mandalorian run. Yeah. You know, you got Disney Plus launching. You got things that people look as positives, but they want to blame her for the crappy uh, uh, Rise of Skywalker. So I get uh-huh. it, but give her credit for that she did help build the Mandalorian universe so the one thing the one thing for Kathleen Kennedy that I think I am a fan I I actually am quite a big fan of hers because I think you look at all the films she's produced she's produced some of my favorite films of all time um you know and 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 this a lot of it was with Steven Spielberg yeah the problem I have with uh what (laughs) (laughs) what was going on I had to get uh, one in there yeah I know you did uh the the problem I have is that they did no, it's been many. Uh, <laughs> I did a cocanium for Kaz when I came. Yeah. In. Uh, what what I think is so uh, what? <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to say this for like last five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's really what? It's, it's funny. It gets, what you... it... Hello there. <laughs> oh my god! Right, I'm going to say this. Uh, I cannot believe they started a trilogy without an actual plan, oh, and, and that that's the thing that I find really weird it's like yeah you, you know you're gonna be three films and you just go yeah you do your thing and then ryan comes in i love i love ryan johnson i actually love the last jedi he, he's uh, actually a good filmmaker yeah was i know great. i know it's a hot take i know looper's Looper, fantastic knives uh, out is, a knives great out is brilliant yeah. and and i actually think the last jedi is a good film as far as like honestly i'm a massive star wars fan but if you're gonna come at me and say star wars is some of the best movies ever made I'll say you need to watch more movies because mm-hmm. you know it, they they they're fun. That's the whole point. They're fun, mm-hmm. and what what Ryan Johnson was trying to do was trying to add in some actual ideas that are actually quite interesting. And I don't. I think, yeah. I have a question for you two. Um, first of all, Reese, don't tell me how to run my life. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> what, what are your thoughts on Citizen Kane? Because a lot of people say that's the greatest movie of all time, and you're talking about like Star Wars are the greatest movies. People say that. What do you think of mm-hmm. Citizen Kane? I've never watched it. You've never Our, seen it? I've like watched the road to me. Yes, yeah, I've, wa- like, I've watched Mank. I haven't seen Citizen Kane. How can you watch probably, Mank? Without... Which is probably why when I was watching Mank, I was like, I don't know what's <laughs> going on. It's just some guy in a bed that's obviously now. What? So yeah, I'm sorry. Oh. I should probably stop to writing about movies. You need to watch. Yes, you do. You need to stop your career. Go. Get a six pack, get into some shorts and a and a tank top, sit on your couch, eat chips, and watch okay. 
You say all of this, but JLS Comics says the greatest thing. <laughs> so I, I agree I'll, with you. JLS. I'll say Rise of Skywalker saved Last Jedi to me because people will still be ragging. They're ragging on them both equally now. Yeah. Uh, Last Jedi would have been getting more so if Rise of Skywalker you know, wasn't terrible, but not is. <laughs> That, that, that I, we said this before, I think, that Rise of Skywalker is a trilogy in, in itself, and it's just oh too, too much in one movie. Oh Feige God. was rumored to come in and help structure the Star Wars. So he's, do, he's doing a Star Wars movie. I know yeah, that. He's directing one. There was a report on Gigosity, the Christmas Scoop Jam, yep. uh, that you covered Captain Britain, Edward, and mm. Phil covered uh, Red Hood. Yeah, um, that, was re- that was really well orchestrated, wasn't it? <laughs> Oh, my, was, my, my, my went, mine went up a day early. I think, and then still was like, "Oh God, I got to put mine up now." I was like, "Let's do it." <laughs> oh, I forgot about that Christmas scoop, baby. Yeah, it all worked that out. Yeah, but no, Foggy was uh, is Mikey was hearing that uh, Foggy had been low key helping out uh, producing the Mandalorian and uh, yeah. the spinoff shows. Yeah, it's so. uh, all to be connected. Yeah. And then, yeah, Kazakh says it's okay. Edward, the Scissors and Kane of comic book movies coming up March 18th on HBO Max. Bro, better watch that. Better I, watch t- that. Okay, I haven't watched Citizen Kane, but do you really think you no. can compare Justice League okay. to Citizen Kane? <laughs> Are we going to start that here? Because you're gonna, you'll lose the nine viewers we have right now. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there you go. That's for Reese, I think, isn't it? He, he finally put that in there. Uh, first Star Wars I never saw was Revenge of the Sith, so I'll always have a soft spot for it. Hold on, hold on. Colin, you've, you never saw the original trilogy before Revenge of the Sith? Well, no, you said first, I, I, first yeah, one. Yeah, I'm thinking I mean, he saw it first. first. Wow. I'm sure he that's went back fine. after. Yeah. No, yeah, but I mean, I mean, like he, I said, he never saw the original trilogy before he saw Revenge of the Sith. Dude, you, you're talking to me about losing followers, and then you start dissing them. Huh? Well, I mean, oh, Colin I actually, mean, Colin is like a friend in real life for me. Yeah. And, know, uh, so now I'm reconsidering that uh, that, that choice <laughs> I made. No, so, Colin, don't leave. Um, <laughs> Honestly, the first Star Wars film I watched was the first Star Wars, but that's just because my grandparents had them on VHS. So I used to go over there and watch them religiously and then and then ended up watching the, the prequels. When I first watched the prequels, I actually really liked them. I was a kid at the time, so I thought they were really mm. cool. But then yeah. watching, watching them again and realizing it's all about trade wars is kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird how that was played Like at that time. I mean, like I said, we was all younger then, so... Yes. Uh, but yeah, the first Star Wars I saw was actually uh, Return of the Jedi, mm. and I went and went back and watched the. Originals. Yeah, and then Kazakh has some breaking news that Shazam: Fury of the Gods officially started production. Um, I knew it was going into production soon. Uh-huh. I didn't know that was. I didn't know that was yeah. in production now. Follow my Patreon at uh, so Abdul uh, yeah. Patreon, and you would have saw production started this month on Shazam. <laughs> that, let's not talk about that. But maybe follow it still on Patreon. <laughs> Dude, I'm working all the time. I should get I should get no, a free Patreon right. subscription, man. Or you should be sending me these. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's, it's it's there. Reese knows he's a, he's a patron. Uh, we update every week. So Eddie Eddie Gomez asks any updates on Hercules debut and on the MCU? No, nope. no, nope. yeah, nope. <laughs> I don't think that's ever going to happen. Personally, I, I I don't know if it's it's a bit it's a bit weird. Uh, sorry, and then. Uh, is is this a thing? That's the thing. Is it a thing? I yeah. didn't. I haven't heard anything about Hercules being brought into the MCU. Um, no. 
You love these. You love these so much. That I got that specifically for Eddie. Every time you ask, you ask a question, Eddie, I'm gonna play that for you. Uh, so Colin goes into the story. He said he got it. He uh, I got it from a local used video store, and it got me into it. Saw the originals afterwards. Very. That's 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 good. You know, you get yeah. uh, supporting your local video store is always good. They don't exist anymore, unfortunately. Yeah, not anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's actually how I watched. I used because um, in France there's a thing called Video Future or Video Future, and I used to watch all all. Uh... <laughs> Stop laughing. <laughs> no, it's just because you had you just all of a sudden came out with it. You said. I don't know. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, and uh, I used to watch. I used to just go there and get DVDs and, at random, and come back and watch them all. That's how I ended up watching films like Cube, which is uh, probably oh, terrified man. me. That's that a great way film. That's such a good film. Actually, just... the the, uh, the guy who in, was the instructor of cinematography at my film school, he was a DOP of Cube. Oh man, that's yeah, such Mark, a good movie. He's a good guy too. The first Cube is brilliant. I ended up watching all of them, and the other ones weren't as good. But it's no. like uh, that was a brilliant, brilliant film. And it's just I feel like we're missing that now. Like Netflix is just the endless scroll, and then yeah. it's like the, I haven't for a long time. I haven't been genuinely surprised by a movie since maybe Ex Machina was the last movie that I watched, and I was like, wow, this is not what I was expecting. <laughs> it just seems to be the way the way it is nowadays. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> going down memory lane. <laughs> it's my show. Uh, the first Star Wars film I ever saw was The Phantom Menace at the cinema. It was re-released re in cinemas. Yeah, oh, I remember that. Was it re-released in 3D? I remember at one point they were oh. re-releasing re them all in 3D. I think that was right before Disney took over uh, Star Wars. So yeah, Phantom mm. Menace. Oh man, great. The, uh, one thing about Phantom Menace I will say is that it had a really good pod racing scene, and that's about it. About and the the the, the Darth Maul scene was cool. That, yeah, I think that's, once you got to the end, yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, and it looks it looks like uh, the. Uh, I mean, we we uh, scooped this a while back, but um, Qui Gon Jinn is coming back uh, for Kenobi, uh, so uh, Liam Neeson will be playing Kenobi again. Looks like he'll be a Force Ghost, but I just say that because uh, if you guys have uh, read Giant Freaking Robot, um, yeah, <laughs> I'll just leave it there. Yeah, <laughs> well, their sources I, collaborated, and then they said it was an exclusive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, and uh, iRobot apparently is Reese's favorite Will Smith film. Really? Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. Uh, my my favorite. My favorite is I Am Legend. I think that's a really good movie. I just saw uh, that the other day oh, on uh, HBO Max. Oh, it's on HBO Max. It was I Am Legend, right? It wasn't another film. <laughs> it wasn't Justice League Two. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, like I said, people was like, "Oh, I'm I'm so surprised! I'm seeing Snyder cut watching Tom and Jerry. I, I'll be happy." Like I went to Tom and Jerry immediately when I heard that. That's, yeah. that's, I said, "Let me just see if it happens again." <laughs> oh man, uh, oh, and uh, I don't know if you've heard the news, but Justice League, uh, sorry, Zack Snyder's Justice League. This is one of the stories on small screen right now. It's coming out in France before anywhere else in the world. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yes. But we have to pay for it here. So we have to actually, it's on VOD. It's not coming out on any streaming service. It's just VOD. Yeah. I when think in Canada out? here, we have to pay an extra 10 bucks to get. Uh, yeah. So it's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot here in front. I think it's going to be like 20 euros. So I'm going to have to shelve out for that because I haven't been invited to any premier <laughs> screening. Hey, join, join the club on that. <laughs> <laughs> I got to pull up your story here to see. You yeah, left a cliffhanger of when it's actually coming out. So let me. Uh, it's, it's March 18th, but because it's basically okay. just because of the times at time zone difference. Because oh, okay. we're we're in the future. Um, uh, you guys are <laughs> you guys are in the past. Have you, you guys watched the Star Wars Christmas special? 
Anyone in the comments? Because you guys, you've never seen it. I've never seen it, so I've never, I've never gone there. <laughs> I've just heard I about slept, how bad I it is. Slept, I slept through it. <laughs> it. It looks really, really terrible. And Kazakh then says, "Best Smith movie is After Earth." <laughs> Sorry, if you haven't seen that film, that is an oh, awful, man. awful movie. It's basically a, a movie all about Scientology. <laughs> It's a, a bit of a weird one. Who who was the director? Was it Shyamalan? Yeah, Shyamalan. Oh, mm -hmm. What a twist! Oh god, what? Battlefield oh. Earth. Now though, that's a good film. Battlefield Earth is a really good movie. If you got, <laughs> it's a really really good movie. It's a it's really horrible. Good movie. It's horrible. It's, it's well, the movie that was made by that like really uh, like two guys, wasn't it? It was uh, the uh, like uh, it's the, John Travolta. It's one of the worst of, movies I'm, ever made. I'm thinking of another movie. John I'm Travolta thinking... and based on L. Ron Hubbard's book. Uh, and no, they, they basically copied every sci-fi film and like, I want that in that scene. I want that in that scene. Uh, no, I, I'm thinking of a Battlefield something else. There was another film that... Two? I can't Playing remember. There was, there, was, there, there was a film that was literally made by just two visual effects guys on their own. They're brothers. And I can't, I can't remember wow. what it's called, but it's actually really, wow. really good. Kung Fury. Yeah. <laughs> Anything with Battlefield is sucks. Um, <laughs> with, the, with the Snyder Cut, I want to go back to the, the French version of the Snyder Cut. Uh, yeah. What time? The Snyder Cut. The Snyder Cut. Yes. The Snyder Cut is coming out. Uh, comes out. Edward. No. <laughs> Dude, if oh, anyone oh. can, if anyone can do that, it's me. Okay. <laughs> Hey, I'm Canadian. I worked in Montreal, Montreal. Now you guys don't speak French. You speak some weird language that no one understands. <laughs> I, I agree get, with it that. Get the time. Quebec yeah, it get the, time the time. The the the. I can't remember the time. It was yeah, DC uh, Comics France that re that revealed that it's going to be coming out on in France before anyone else in the world. It'd be a yeah. Uh, a hour exclusive. That exactly, Kaz. Dutch angle. The oh, movie. I, <laughs> it's just a whole movie shot in Dutch angles. That's Battlefield Earth. Yep. Right uh, that's all. That sounds awful. I hate Dutch angles. So that'd be awful. Except when uh, done by De Palma. Uh, yeah. Well, he does split screen a lot as well, which is kind of annoying. Uh, <laughs> what, so Reese says, uh, "Me and Edward are in the future." Ah, uh, yes, we are. He's obviously in the UK. Reese, isn't he? Uh, so I think that there are some. There are a couple more news stories that I just wanted to quickly go over. So apparently Dwayne Johnson is rumored to be in talks for a Deadpool 3 cameo. Uh, and that's obviously... Wow. And we still got breaking why is Charlie Hunnam bad. That's even... staying up the whole time <laughs> it's gonna stay up I've all decided. Uh, so yeah, basically uh, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds and Dwayne Johnson are now best buds. So he's obviously trying to get him in Deadpool 3. Honestly, I don't know if this film's going to happen. I'm going to be completely <laughs> honest with you. Given what's going on between Ryan Reynolds and Disney at the moment, it seems that they're not very happy with each other. So that's that's going on. I mean, what do you think about that, Sil? Are you are you uh, looking forward for this movie for Deadpool three? Well, I mean, I was, yeah, definitely Deadpool three. Looking forward. Uh, as far as Dwayne Johnson, I mean, I don't know if that's going to happen. I mean, people were trying to say Ryan Reynolds was going to be in Black Adam. You know what yeah. Dwayne Johnson is. So yeah. it's kind of like, you know, we'll, we'll kind of see. I know they're buddies. They'll be on a, a film together on Netflix. Um, yeah, Netflix. Uh, Red, Red Notice, which is... Yeah, with, with Gal Gadot. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. But uh, I, I, I don't see it happening. But hey, 
I mean, for, I, I think if it happens, it'll be like Brad Pitt's uh, cameo in Deadpool 2, which is literally yeah. a blink and you'll miss it moment. Uh, it looks like we've got Walter Hamada joining the... So maybe he's going to give us a, a scoop about when <laughs> what's going on with the Justice League. Or not. <laughs> I, I leaked it. I leaked right. it. <laughs> yeah, that'll probably be my next video tomorrow. I'm going to do a, another former brothers update, so we'll see. Yeah. See and then, have. uh, then You're having someone on your show tomorrow, right, So. Well, I'm probably nah. doing two shows tomorrow. But yeah, tomorrow, the big event is Mikey Sutton's coming through. 6 Mikey. Eastern Standard Time. So all DC, little <laughs> Marvel. Hey, we have Reese saying we have more chance of the Tarantino Star Trek film happening than Deadpool 3. I, you gotta, you, you, <laughs> that's, I would that's love pretty. to see that film. Oh, man, that sounds so good. And then uh, that was the the uh, the script that, that he wrote for that sounds incredible. Well, they gave Ryan Reynolds quite the contract for Deadpool 3, so I'm sure it's still happening. So, yeah. I hope it happens because it's something that I really, really want to see. Uh, <laughs> I, hope, I mean, it's it's going to be it's going to be a bit weird if they if they announce it and then end up not doing it. Marvel doesn't yeah. tend to do that. Yeah. Uh, then uh, the other little rumor we've had is that Willem Dafoe is going to get a Green Goblin solo movie. So that's uh, comes from Giant Freaking Robot, and I honestly, yeah. I, I've <clears> asked <throat> about this, and all I've heard is it's a load of rubbish. <laughs> so, okay. I'll leave uh, it at that. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, what, bro? What are you talking about, man? <laughs> I don't like calling people out, but I did ask, and they did say this isn't happening. It's also, I mean, whether or not they'll <laughs> just try not to laugh. Just... <laughs> <laughs> what's happening what, what's no, going on that no gfr has been really interesting lately but go ahead it, yeah it's weird i'm gonna be <laughs> honest it's weird what's going on on the site uh, hold up wait a minute something right oh man it's 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 weird we've got three buck theater in the in, in the comments what's up jarbo hey my god oh, has been bad <laughs> uh, honestly I, I don't like to call people out but the stuff they've been posting is like, what is going on, guys? Come on. Like, the first off, Villain <laughs> Defoe. If Villain Defoe comes back in Spider Man 3, uh, then I'll be like, this is like the craziest thing ever to happen because no. he's he's not that kind of guy. He did it once and that's it. I think he's he's he mm. wants to just write poetry and live in Italy. That's all that guy wants to do. <laughs> and come up in some indie movies time. It, I, right. I don't see a, a Green Goblin Willem Defoe feature film, to be honest with you. <laughs> what how do you how do you, how, how do you, do you market, do how, that? Yeah, how do you market that? <laughs> just it's like just him slowly going bad talking to himself. <laughs> well, see, and now Jarbo, I know Jarbo don't mind calling people. I I did a video. I called out their their journalism tactics, GFR, and I, I don't try to go at people, but yeah, this is going too far. I mean. I gonna. Be, I mean, they've been very nice to me. Uh, like yeah. there was, there was that time. You know, that I'm gonna be honest. That Qui Gon Jinn one. I was like, come on, guys. Like seriously, <laughs> Seri Like they said, well, we're sorry, we didn't see it. And I was like, dude, you. Oh. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, it's like it's it's fine, but it's like it's just uh, uh, the site looks nice. Let, let, let. <laughs> ah. <laughs> so, you say my name and I'm on the screen. So there we go. <laughs> I'm not I'm not running. I'm still here. Uh, yeah, I, just want, I just have one quick question. I <laughs> so what uh, are you are you here to call people out? Is that what's going on? Uh yes, actually, I'd like to call out Warner Brothers and HBO Max <laughs> because I've gotten two copyright strikes today. I've really? lost my ability to live stream. No. And I'm not oh. kidding. 
uh, because I talked about them screwing up and putting out the Snyder Cut. Okay, uh, so really? we'll see you later, Jerbo. Thanks for joining <laughs> in. <laughs> Don't worry, I ain't going to say nothing here. I ain't going to share nothing, man. Uh, it's just ridiculous <laughs> nonsense. I'm sure it will be taken care of, but it's just like nonsense nonetheless. So, oh, man. Oh, no, so, yeah, you got... <laughs> so other than that, not too much going on. Oh, I can't. I can't believe they did that. What just for criticizing what's, uh, what's going on? No, well, what what I believe happened was like I showed. Um, there was that one image going around on Twitter of like the opening credits of like this directed by Zack yeah. Snyder, and I showed that, but that was being publicly shared, uh, right, okay. from like a multitude of people. And so you know, we do have fair use here in the states yeah. uh, for criti criticism, critique, you know, commentary or whatever. And then there's also, if I recall correctly, an old 1978 Supreme Court ruling that allows for the, the dissemination of leaked material, provided you are not the one who leaked it. So, yeah, yeah, there we go. Uh, so there's, <laughs> so it's all bull. It's all bull anyway. Like the company that put it up was this company called Mark Scan Enforcement, and their whole job is like we track down pirated material. I'm like, what was pirated? So it was contracted, basically. It's yeah. a contract. Like it's a contract it, yeah. job. Yeah. It was so they're watching detected. you right now, and they're probably watching probably. this channel hard. <laughs> they're following you. Let them. <laughs> Let them. We. I mean, I, honestly, the, the whole the whole leak thing is a bit stupid. Anyway, they they leaked it themselves, so they only have themselves to blame. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's funny? What what I'm waiting for now um, is uh, you know because I, I thankfully I tweeted I put a video up and I tweeted about it. And a bunch of my YouTube friends are uh, are retweeting it, um, but I've noticed that uh, that a lot of the people that are kind of more prominently vocal in the in the Snyder Cut fandom are, are not saying a thing about it. Really? Yeah, That's and they're still tweeting. They're, they're tweeting. They're they're retweeting each other and they're talking. And I follow them and they follow me. And you know, I'm like, all right, whatever. I get it. Nobody Do wants you, to screw up their place. You feel left out? No, I. It's not <laughs> that I feel left out. I feel like, you know, what the premiere is in a couple days. And yeah. pretty much everyone has got their passes and nobody <laughs> wants to risk getting and no, I'm I'm be honest. And, pe and people don't want to risk not getting it. You know, not getting in. Still hasn't well, got it yet. Risk over what though? Like just getting out about what happened. Getting to you, disinvited. Or? Yeah, getting disinvited from it. Hmm, Dude, the but, thing is the reality of it is this those people who do who do movie content, half the time they live in fear of their channel. You know, you yeah. show something, right? Like you get hit. Like I was just looking through like old copyright claims on some videos of mine. And like I found one from tw like 2017 when I reviewed a South Park episode, yeah. And I and I talked about it and I showed screenshots from the episode and it was taken down and then I was able to get it reinstated. Okay. So it's like they will hit you for whatever. But yeah. the thing is, like people don't want to up people don't want to rock the boat, you know. And that's really what it boils down to. The worst oh. is when Tennis TV gives you a strike. <laughs> Tennis oh, yeah, TV took It's like who? Facebook. Right. I don't but, know who that is. So, John, it's, it's, I wanna, ATP I wanna, tennis is just. I just want to make sure I'm clear. You, you're saying you think more people in the fandom should be sharing what happened to you, like with the. Well, it's not, I don't even. Or? I don't even care about the videos themselves. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't care. I delete them. I don't care. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, it's. Right. I lost the ability to live stream for three months. Three months. Another channel, three months. Man. Start another channel. You, you still, but the thing is, though, you. But that's a significant portion of my income yeah. is the live streams. Yeah, I know. That's so crazy. it's like, and that takes one thousand subscribers. And four thousand hours of watched content in a twelve-month period, which roughly equals about one hundred and forty-four days. Wow! That's so yeah. it's two hundred and forty thousand hours, or two hundred and forty thousand minutes to get those four thousand hours. You know what I mean? So it's mm -hmm. like it takes a long time to get there. Live streaming helps. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Or, to get those numbers and whatnot. But re the rebuilding process, especially right now, is just nuts. It also yeah. helps you if you like to talk like you. Oh, I you love to talk. Yeah. I'm great at it. Yeah. Because I, I think it. a lot of people in the fandom, it's, it's a backlash on just the leaked images. And maybe that's why it's not a lot of people, you know. Oh, whatever, man. Come on, people. Everyone already looked at them. Let's be real. Oh, yeah, Come man. On. I talked to Every, about that. <laughs> everyone was like, you know, oh my God, let me see what it is. Because the thing is, the yeah. hardcore people in the fandom, they've already, they already know what everything is that's going to be the spoilers, right? Yeah. Zach has been yeah. teasing everything for a long time. So they already know. So, you know, they all went and looked. I saw nothing new. Yeah. I was getting hit up on DMs from people that were like tweeting out, uh, no, don't look, don't look, don't look, right? And then I'm getting DMs like, yo, you know where to find this thing? <laughs> right? And I'm you know, it's and I'm like, like, don't share. That's don't the thing, share. Don't yeah. Share. Don't be public about it. Don't talk but, about it. But you know, okay, this, might, know. this might be an unpopular uh, opinion, but didn't this film come out in 2017? No, not this version no, of no, it. No, no. I just had to say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's always God, fun though. Edward. That's gonna be the funny thing dealing with people next week or when it comes out. The whole notion of like, didn't I see this in 2017? And oh, my favorite some thing, fight, some fighting words. Oh, my favorite thing is going to be when people who are who are devout fans watch it and go, wait, I, I know I this looks really <laughs> familiar to what I saw in 2017. It's just and less red. It's just less red, and it's going to be like a little shorter. But it's true. It's true. Joss built off of what Snyder had done. Snyder oh. is just giving us his version of it. Yeah. But this is like Joss still built off of plot points because they had everything already shot they had to work around that so oh. you know it's not not going to be like they're going to run like this to each other they're not yeah. going to go gonna like feel, this it's gonna uh, that's all i can say it's gonna feel different it's gonna okay. feel from what yeah. i saw it absolutely it, feels it, different it, 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 and that is yeah. great you know it's like <laughs> it, photo no hi okay <laughs> okay so let's uh let's switch some gears here uh let's do a little bit of plug and then we can go on to the news that edward's gonna bring up uh edward you're gonna have someone on your show on monday who's that i think it's this guy isn't it yeah actually <laughs> i just got sent the link i just got sent the link so i can't stay long but uh yeah. i just wanted to jump in for a few minutes um and That's see what's fine. up you That's should stay cool. as long as you want, man. We'd love. Uh, I got. You. Well, I got. I got to get my kids up from their nap here in the next like ten minutes. How come you're not so, sleeping? You should be because sleeping. I because sleep. I went out today and I had to do shopping and then I got really mad. But otherwise, I take a nap when they take a nap because right. that's how this works. That's how that's being a dad real. works. And still, <laughs> you're gonna have someone on your show tomorrow. Mikey Sudden tomorrow, six p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, uh, that's, all that's, things. That's a nice graphic. That's a really nice graphic. That's pretty sharp. If I do say so myself. I think We're, those kind of graphics should I earn someone <laughs> access to a Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna get Mikey to spill something. He's gonna leak something that he's not supposed to. So yeah, get him talking enough. Give him. A to be fair, things. isn't that Mikey then, practically like every day though? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I tell him stop <laughs> leaking stuff. Could you like? I can just site. imagine Mikey at the grocery store. You know, like <laughs> yeah. talking about the recommended person there. So like, hey, you watch uh Yo, you watch Marvel? Like, <laughs> you want to hear something on the inside? Put <laughs> me up with a donut, and I'll tell you. That's give me, give me. <laughs> I think James has to go. He's like you, you like his kind of like you have to have a, a mute button on him whenever he's talking, just to make yeah. sure he doesn't actually. Because I think he said something last night when he was on here as well that he probably shouldn't. Have oh, I catch everything, Mike. And yeah. then uh, Friday we have the group show Super Team Megaforce. With um, we, we've decided the name name yeah. is called Super Team Megaforce. We're doing. Oh, we're really doing that with yeah. Phil 
Edward, myself, uh, Mikey Sutton, and hopefully TiVo, if he's not too burnt out. You're welcome to pop in if you want, Jarbo. When when is it? Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow at 5 p.m. PST. It's, right. Friday, it's Friday, Friday, Friday. Friday, sorry, Friday. Yeah, yeah we're doing that. Yeah, it's kind of um, I'll see where I'm doing because uh, I go out Friday night. I'll be home around that time, but um, uh, I'll be watching my kids. So yeah. the evening times are always difficult for me mm. just because uh, of most of the show will be about how I should be playing Captain Britain anyway. So uh, that, that'll that be all right. That. Not missing Reece, much. Can you stop <laughs> telling me how to run my life? Ah! <laughs> Captain Britain. Oh, wait, no, I've been reading that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> People are obsessed with that in the chat for some reason. They're <laughs> not obsessed with that, though. Man, Sil, Sil I'm going to bump you off one day. Seriously, <laughs> if you keep on saying this stuff. <laughs> it's, it's my producer's just insane. But th thank you very much, uh, Jarbo, for joining. And uh, it's been a, a well, we'll talk to you on Monday. So yeah, yeah. Well, this this will be just a pre show of the stuff <laughs> yeah, that I'm going to exactly. be saying while I'm here. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Honestly, you can you can talk for as long as you want on our show. I, I, I won't cut in. <laughs> Just saying, it's always nice to be wanted. Yeah. Uh, very, very <laughs> no, I know. There's always a lot to talk about, and uh, I look forward to it on Monday. I know. Yesterday, I got kind of like the half invite. I was like, "Oh, you guys are alive right now." I'll just pop in the mm -hmm. chat. So cool. Well, I'm gonna I'll dip out then. Go wake up my kids, uh, and then I'll be back on uh, Monday. Yep. And we'll have a lot to discuss by then, I believe. Yeah, Monday, we'll... 1 p.m. PST. One, Monday, yeah. One, yeah, I'll be here Monday. I'll make sure I'll get a good night's sleep on Sunday. Cool. So I'm not going to be like past that. Try not to, to DM you too much then. No, 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 it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Trust me, other people do. You, yeah. not so bad. All right, I'll see you guys later. Thanks, have, have a good one. Cheers, Matt. And then, that. that was cool. That was, that was nice to see him uh, come around before. That was cool. Uh, right. Well, I suppose uh, what I'll do is I'll round off the show because it's been uh, over almost an hour and a half now. Of, uh, but uh, what what I wanted to do is uh, let you, uh, Sil, just plug your stuff as well before we go. And uh, again, you, we know that you're seeing Mikey tomorrow. But what if there's what the one question you're going to ask him? What's the what's the one that you, you're excited to ask him? Oh, um, it's going to be a lot of J.J. Abrams questions, actually. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna to try to mine some some nuggets from uh, Mikey about J.J. Abrams. Uh, oh, what is he planning? What's this madman planning for the Abrams verse? So I'm, pre I'm pretty I'm pretty sure Mikey knows all the mystery boxes he has lined yes. up already. Yeah. Are the, you uh, gonna risk it and talk about uh, Berlanti? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, all DC. We're gonna to touch CW. We're gonna we go all over the place. Green Lantern. It's gonna be fun. And I'll also ask him why why Charlie Hunnam is bad. I think that should I, be I, a running. I thing. will not ask about Charlie Hunter <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you very much, Sil, for joining. Uh, and we'll see you soon. We'll see you on Friday. Yep, yep. Yep. And uh, I suppose we'll have to round off the show as well, us two here. So uh, if you want to follow up, I just, that, that, I just have one quick question. I Every time you do that, I think he's actually joined it. <laughs> just hearing him. Uh, but yeah, uh, you can follow us everywhere. At Oh, wait, do you know uh, what Ash season would have been about? No, I don't. But I would I would love to know what Ash versus the Evil Dead would have, season four would have been about. Aren't they doing a... They're doing a movie. They're doing a comic strip about what season four would have been? A comic book? <clears throat> Maybe, I don't know. But I know they're doing a film. Uh, and uh, as for Bruce Campbell, I know that Bruce Campbell is filming, well, it has just f finished filming Doctor Strange 2. So that's going to be pretty cool to see that. 
Uh, and so, yeah, you can follow Small Screen everywhere at Small Screen Co. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter if you want at EJ Lauder, uh, hashtag Ed for Cap, uh, for Cap Britain. Uh, let's get that trending. Come on, let's get that trending. <laughs> and uh, you can go on the site as well, which is at small-screen.co.uk. And this will be put out as a podcast, but it is a very mad podcast now. It's become very insane. Uh, and you can get that wherever you get your podcasts uh, at Small Screen Story. So you can listen to this on your run or your walk or whatever you're allowed to do at the moment whilst in lockdown. Uh, do you want to plug anything, James? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mikey just messaged me and he said there's a, a bomb about to go off in Geekosity. He's dropped a scoop. It's in the draft, so I'll be getting that up within 15 minutes. Oh, um, just check out Sillstream tomorrow at Thursday. Yep. And then check out the group show, Super Team Megaforce, on Friday. I'm still working on the graphics for that. And then that, Monday, name is, that name is so good. It is. <laughs> and then Monday we have Matt Jarbo on here at 1 p.m. PST. Yep. And That's Kazax wants... <laughs> I don't well, think they, they are. I think... Um, are they laying out the ground for a Tarantino I don't start? think the Tarantino script is actually going to happen last I heard, no, which is a shame, but it looks like there's some <clears throat> shakeups at Paramount right now, and they are talking about um, making some more Star Trek movies. Yes, they so are. So keep your fingers crossed. And um, I mean, if Tarantino writes you a Star Trek script and it's sitting there, you're going to want to use it. It just depends what execs are running the show at the time. It's just such a shame what's been going on with the, the Star Trek stuff because, mm. well, they had Noah Hawley doing uh, Star Trek Four. That would have been amazing. That would have been incredible. But then, I mean, I'm a massive Alien fan, so we're getting him doing Alien, an Alien TV show. So I'm happy with that. But honestly, uh, Star I would Trek, have rather the Star Trek. I mean, I love Alien yeah. also. Like I've got the collection back there, and I grew up on it. But um, yeah, the Star Trek films. And I mean, if you watch Fargo, right? Did you see all the seasons? Yeah. Yeah, the the uh, I saw the first two, I think. Oh, but the man. thing, the thing that of his that I really loved was Legion. Legion was, was fantastic. Was the show that he did is incredible. I need to still watch the last like three or four episodes, though. I kind of yeah. lost interest there because there was it's, such yeah. a big break. You know, I have to go back and binge it. But you yeah. need to watch the last two seasons of Fargo for sure. I need, I, I definitely need to. They're, I think they're on Netflix over here, so I definitely will check them out. Mm. But it's uh, Noah, Noah Hawley, I think, is one of the most promising kind of writers, directors around. He's that would have been his first feature, I think, the Star Trek full film. Mm. Uh, but uh, I was just so. Um, it, it seems that like everything he's doing though is kind of, he was going to do a Doctor Doom movie as well. He was writing that, was, and then that kind yeah. of fell through. Well, Feige said it didn't uh, line it up with their vision of the MCU. Yeah. It's just too dark. It's too dark. That's the well, problem. Have you read the script? I think that's that's what I heard is that it was going oh. to be R rated, so it, yeah. you know it would have been very dark. Uh, it's just a shame, but you know we I love Noah Hawley, and I'm just excited to see his Alien uh, his Alien TV show, which is happening on Earth, which is going to be insane. So the Xenomorphs come to Earth finally. Yeah, that would uh, be cool. But as long as yeah. it's not like like uh, in the style of the new Terminator movies, I mean the last one wasn't that bad, but they just they can't recapture that T two. Mm. Ah, yeah, I suppose. But uh, no, like uh, you can, yeah, watch us on Friday. Uh, so I think I'm doing I'm doing one live show tomorrow, uh, the Thursday live show, and then the Friday one will be a bit later for me. It'll be like two o'clock in the morning or something. So that will yeah, be, be. I think it's five p. No, we're doing it. What time on two p.m. PST? 
I think 2 p.m. Yeah, but uh, we'll share this all on social media as well. Yeah. So if you follow us on on small screen code. For the seven people watching, you keep an eye out on social <laughs> <Yeah>. media. <laughs> but thank you very much. And uh, Reese says Super T Megaforce Ultra 3D 3D. Maybe that should be the name. That's not bad, but it reminds me of like a, a Nintendo 64 cartridge or something. I do like that though. Yeah. <laughs> right. Thank you very much, guys. We can't guys. use it because Reese Reese came up with it. Uh, so. Okay. Well, that's a shame. Yeah. But thank you very much, guys, for all your Thanks comments watching. and watching. And we'll see you in the next one. Cheers and goodbye. Yeah.